Blog Talk Radio. For all your photo, video, and voiceover needs, check out the fine folks at Blu-ray Productions. They will take good care of you. If you don't believe me, you can see for yourself. Check out their work at BlueberryProductions.tv, the Facebook page, Blueberry Productions, also a Vimeo page, a YouTube page, and it's Blueberry, B-L-U-B-E-R-R-Y, Prod on Twitter. Check them out today. Blueberry Productions, great people, great work, great service. Hello, college basketball fans. This is Donnie Tyndall, former head basketball coach, and we're getting ready to have a top three with Tyndall with J.R. the Bossman and John, myself, as we analyze the college basketball season team by team, break down stats and facts, and give you all the basketball scoop across the country on a weekly basis. We hope you'll join us and look forward to talking hoops with you on the Bossman Show. Hip-hop fans, I got a great album for you. Today, we have from Family Grind ENT, True Speech, and 313 Fresh. We're going to give you two discs, 33 songs of pure, genuine hip-hop. Albums available on iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, IllStreetRex.com, and streaming live right now on Rhapsody, Beats Music, Spotify, Xbox Music, Slacker Radio, and SoundCloud. Check them out today, True Speech, and 313 Fresh, Family Grind ENT. Believe in it, get it. Hello, my name is Travis Williams, President and CEO of Academics and Athletic Consultant, focused on educating and empowering tomorrow's collegiate athletic leaders. My passion is for the education and genuine concern and care for today's student-athlete. It's the centerpiece of my life's work. A college education, both in and out of the classroom, is a truly rewarding benefit. For more information on AAC, you can go to www.academics.com and athleticsconsulting.com. Once again, www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Or you can follow me on Facebook at Academics and Athletic Consulting or Twitter at Coach TWheel24 or Instagram Travis L. Williams24. Or you can call me at 404 542 Once again, AAC is very proud to partner with J.R. McHenry of the Bossman Radio Show, covering sports and entertainment across the country. Please tune in weekly for informative, entertaining, and expert analysis on today's sports and entertainment topics. Thank you. Usually a good sign. It's a team that's in, you know, 
in pretty solid shape. Yeah, and Matty Ice is waiting out Aaron Rodgers to see what he gets when he commits to a new deal. So uh, I, I got to try to tell some of the fans, Russell, if the Falcons wanted to do a deal with Matt Ryan, they could have done it and made the cap numbers so they can have pregnancy if they wanted to have it. But obviously they're that good. Well, they are the Falcons are pretty much a good young set roster, and, and the draft is the best player available in the draft now, Russell. They don't have to go out there and just reach and get the best guy on the board. That's exactly right. Okay, I, you know, it's funny because I just sent out a note on something. I think, think people forget that last year, you know, it, it, I don't have to tell you guys, the quote-unquote Super Bowl hangover that everybody likes to talk about, um, you know, the residue of what happened in Houston and so on. And yet and yet, the only team from the NFC playoffs in 2016 to go back to the playoffs in 2017 were the Atlanta Falcons. Yes, sir. You're so correct. I mean, we should should all be that hungover. You got that right. And you know what, Russell? And you can can say, if if they called Julio Jones or interference on Julio Jones in Philadelphia in the end zone, they may come with some bowl game this year. But Philadelphia won that game and went on that run with Nick Foles. So really, a a call here or there, and a a Matt Ryan missing an open tight end away from potentially going on a run again. Well, that's exactly right. I, 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 listen, you know, the New England Patriots kind of epitomize the current NFL. I mean, you just brought up the point of a play here and a play there. The reason the Patriots have been as successful as they have been is they usually make the play here and the play there. I mean, let's not get lost in the fact, listen, the Patriots have been to eight Super Bowls since 2001. They've won five of them, okay? Um, last year... That would be considered a blowout of the recent Patriots Super Bowls. That was the first one. It was still decided by single digits, eight points. I mean, think about the Patriots Super Bowls. One by three, one by three, one by three, lost by three, lost by four, one by four, one by six, lost by eight. Mm-hmm. You got and that right. tells you a play here and a play there. That's what the league is. You got that right. And the same kind of thing I'm telling basketball to Russell, it's a make or miss league. Like, if you make it, you win. You don't, you lose. It's a make or miss league. It's like football, a play here and a play there. So I'm glad you said it, Russell, because I try to tell our fans here, we have to look at it from what it is. Like, the fans have these big old, they call in these big old premonitions and wants. I was like, hey, we got to go by what's on the, on the field, look at the formations, look at the matchups, and look deeper than just who they're playing, it's the Falcons playing, whoever. Look at the matchups, le- learn about the set of the formation, the setups, the, the personnel groupings before you call up here to the Boss Man Show with these grand ideas that don't make any sense at all. <laughs> on these, one of these transactions, they want to trade people, they can get you can't trade, they can't put on these. Also, I know you, you, you probably deal with it on Twitter as well, but we get that from calls. It's crazy, man. Well, I, I, listen, I've adopted a saying, okay? Um, just remember to keep this in mind, okay? Uh, we've become a very knee-jerk reaction society when it comes to sports. Um, and never forget the word jerk is involved. Yes, you got that right. I agree with you wholeheartedly, man. Wholeheartedly agree, I agree with you on that. Now, I want to ask you about this, Russell. Dan Quinn came out and said that the new catch rules on calls more fumbles and harder hits on uh, receivers and whatnot. 
do you feel like there'll be unintended consequence of the new rule? More cases and, and more fumbles at the same time and causing more harder hits. I, you know, I, I don't know about that. I mean, listen, it's a bang, bang, bang play a lot of times, and so on. I can't see this be. Listen, we have spent so much time. The fact that we're even still talking about having to clarify the catch again is kind of remarkable. But it looks like, and, and listen, there's, you know, there's going to be something that happens that's going to be different from the rule. Okay, it's good, you know, go look at it, look at it, look at it, look at it. Okay, um, but no, I, I I have a hard time believing that. I mean, you would you would have that's one of those statements that somebody makes where you, you're going to have to come out and show me proof that that's what's going to happen. I mean, you know, so in other words, if some of these catches are made by the sideline, someone's going to hit somebody harder by sideline. Someone's going to hit somebody harder. No, you know, I I think that's a little bit of a reach, to be honest with you. Uh, let, let's just see how it plays out more than anything else. Exactly, and I'm with you there. And uh, I thought this Russell. I thought Dez Bryant catch, uh, Jesse James catch. Those should be touchdowns. And theoretically, once again, a play or two here and there, if Jesse James catches Jets football's touchdown, Nunes might be at the number one seed. Maybe they're playing Jacksonville in Jacksonville, not playing in New England, or Pittsburgh has, you know, a different matchup. So, like we just said earlier, it's a play here and there. It's a game of inches. It's a game of chance and just how the luck of the play is a little bit there. That's how close these games are when these teams are. Well, that's exactly right. And, um, you know, you, you've got to – you know, you go back to the end of the Pittsburgh game, and I get the Jesse James thing and all that. But on the other hand, it also kind of baffles me how the Steelers and Ben Roethlisberger handled that afterwards. You know, they seemed uh, a little disjointed that – you know, why didn't they kick a field goal? I understand they wanted to go to win. They looked a little panicked, for lack of a, of a better word. So, it, you know, again, go back to the Patriots and some of the better teams in the league. When when you get something like that that happens, you you know, you got to put it out of your mind and you got to move on. You know, bad call, even if they perfect the catch rule, which nothing's ever perfect, um, if you don't bounce back for, from something like that, you know, and don't show some resiliency when you kind of get a little screwed and all that. Um, you, you, you have to learn that things aren't always going to go your way, even if you're in the right. And I mean, I'll have to explain that to you. I'll have to explain anybody who watches football and stuff. We see stuff all the time that doesn't get called or it's a bad call or et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. This is not going to eliminate bad calls. Hopefully it just brings a little clarity to it. Exactly, Russell. And, and what this is what I do want to ask you about. Do you find that Al Riveron in New York over officiates about trying to actually reofficiate the play rather than just does it as a clear standard that it needs to be overturned or not? I feel like he did, earlier this year he was trying to re referee plays. In the playoffs, he kind of backed off. I feel like Roger Goodell maybe told him, May, man, back off. You know, let's not do it this way. So do you feel like Al Riveron or another year in his job would be more like Blandino where he only overturns it when he, when he has to, not because he feels like he needs to redo the play from scratch without seeing it on the, on the screen in a big slow much D four or five times. Well, I, I, I kind of find it hard to believe that Roger Goodell was reaching out to him and saying, you know, let's keep it light, let's keep it light. I think you go back in playoff history, uh, even before there were 
there was instant replay. And, you know, we actually had a league. There was an instant replay. And, I, you know, I think it's like playoff basketball. It's, it, it's different. It's, it's officiated different. So, you know, it's, and, and the pace of the game is much different as well. So, you know, I don't want to get into conspiracy theories that Roger Goodell is, you know, doing this and doing that and so on. I mean, you know, I, I think that's a little bit of a reach as well. But, um, you know, it's also the guy, um, it's his first year on the job. And it's not an easy job, as you know, if you've been on the job for 10 years. You got that right. I'm with you there. I am with you there, Russell. Now I ask you this, man. Uh, looking at the free agency here, do you like the fact that Kirk Cousins got a fully guaranteed deal from Minnesota and then more guys fall his footsteps trying to get a fully guaranteed deal or just probably as a thing for quarterbacks on a short-term deal where they being fully guaranteed? Well, I mean, listen, it, it, it's it's a big step. Um, it shows you the faith that Minnesota had in him. Uh, you know, he could be, you know, I don't want to get into the whole missing piece thing and so on, but I will say this here. This is a quarterback that has never had a running game, a consistent running game, and never had a quality defense like the Minnesota Vikings. So, you know, that's great that he got the guaranteed contract, but also a lot, as you know, is going to be expected of him. Listen, I, I hope that it does open the door. And it, I don't. Hopefully, this it, it's not limited to quarterbacks. Okay, I, I think that's one of the things that fans get a little turned off on and don't understand where the player comes from when these contract negotiations are going on. That that a, a contract can get terminated just like that. And um, you know that's why you, you see these guys holding out for more guaranteed money and, and you know, you, you see the Le'Veon Bell situation, you see the Aaron Donald situation and so on. They know that there could be a change of heart very, very quickly. You know, you sign a five-year deal, they could terminate it at two if they use. So, um, yeah, hopefully this changes things a little. Um, you know, it's, it, it's hard to say. It's only one, it's only one time. I mean, there've been guaranteed contracts in the past, but this is, I mean, we're talking about a, you know, three years, 80-plus million-dollar deal. I mean, that's that's quite the guarantee. And, Russell, I'll try to explain to our listeners here that most NFL contracts are one year, and then we'll see about it, it's year-to-year. It, or it's two years, fully guaranteed. You look at all the info, injury and skill, all the, I don't want to confuse everybody, but most of them are one year or two-year guarantees, then we'll, then we'll see about it. And it's year by year with the teams at the team's discretion, with team options using our roster bonus as the thing to, to trigger it. And you know, this is I love trying. I love hearing swell on you like yourself on because you understand the language of the game that I have the way I do. And you can help the listeners maybe hear it a different way than I than John and myself would say it to them on, on a regular on a basis on the show each week. You know, so glad to have you on. Just share that with, with our listeners here. Well, I mean, yeah, I, I don't think fans – and I listen, I don't blame them. I mean, trying to figure out the salary cap in the NFL, no thank you. You know, I, I leaned to John Clayton. You know, he was when I was at ESPN, he was he was the king. I mean, he understood it uh, left and right and so on. You know, and, and, and contracts in general, for instance, you know, and maybe this isn't exactly what you're talking about, but, you know, it's timely because, again, it's Le'Veon Bell. He's one of the guys, you know. Uh, out there, exclusive franchise tag. They're not going to negotiate right now. They're going to wait till afterwards and so on. You know, a lot of people are comparing, well, you know, Todd Gurley got this and Leonard Fournette got this and, you know, are they as good as him and blah, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I get all that. But the, what you have to understand about Le'Veon Bell's situation is also this. 
Todd Gurley and Leonard Fournette were first-round draft choices, which means they signed a four-year deal for pretty decent. And in fact, I think Leonard Fournette's contract was twenty-seven million with the fifth-year option. Okay, first-year um, first-round draft choices get the four-year contract with the fifth-year option. As you will remember, before two thousand eleven, it was a five-year contract. Okay, and you know, remember all the money. Remember all the money Sam Bradford made in two thousand ten. Hadn't even taken the field. He was one of the highest-paid players ever, and so on. See, now now you take Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell was a second-round pick in 2013. He signed a four-year, roughly $4 million contract. Now, think about that, okay? Now, last year he played under the tag, which he like basically tripled his earnings in one year. So what Le'Veon Bell is trying to do, besides get a fair contract, and he's a unique player, he touched the ball 406 times last year, okay, uh, you know, between, what, 321 carries, 85 catches, that's, you know, that's a pretty healthy year. But what I'm trying to say is Le'Veon Bell's what he's trying to do is get his big contract now, and especially the running back, because more than likely there won't be a third big contract. For a running back, they can be there can be second big contracts for an offensive lineman, even a third big contract for an offensive lineman. There are no third big contracts for a running back. That's so true, Russell, because that market is so suppressed. You can draft the guy in the fifth round or sixth round and have him plug him in there. The running running, running back market and how running backs are used are pretty much hey, we can replace you with somebody cheaper mm-hmm. real fast. Well, and, and again, also where you get selected, okay? I mean, this is a this is probably a very different story. I mean, you look at Le'Veon Bell's career, and you know, I'm I'm willing to bet some people thought he was a first round draft choice when you look what he has done, okay? Um, but the fact that he's a second round draft choice is why they're he's looking for the big payday because this is his contract to set him up. Uh, for the rest of his life. And players think about that. They are thinking about the rest of their lives because they understand the fragility of the job. And last one I got for you, Russell, before we get out of here in this segment here, uh, Tevin Coleman and Devontae Freeman, uh, Tom Dimitrov has said he wants to pay Tevin Coleman uh, a nice contract. Do you think that's wise for the Falcons to use up cap space to sign Tevin Coleman? Is he, is he worth maybe a $6 million, $5 million contract to back up Devontae Freeman because he does play more in, the, in our spread packages? He's a good guy. He can split out wide as well. So do you think Dimitrov is just saying that or is this a real option to actually have him back as the, as the backup at $5 million doing multiple things in the offense? Well, that's a tough situation. As you know, that's a very, very tough thing to do. Okay, is to pay two running backs, you know, and I don't know if he's saying the same money and so on, but contract. Listen, it all depends on how your team is structured. Okay, um, is this a team that relies more on uh, Freeman and Coleman than to do the tight ends? Obviously, Julio Jones is a big factor. Um, you, somebody's going to have to bend here a little. That's what we know. Okay, but I, I think he is sincere in there because I think the Falcons have a unique situation. Sometimes you find, you know, it's, it's a shame. Sometimes you get punished for being good. Okay. You know, I go back to Dallas a couple of years ago, the year that both DeMarco Murray and Des Bryant's contracts were up. It just so happened that Des Bryant led the NFL in touchdown receptions that year. And DeMarco Murray led the NFL in rushing that year. 
Okay. So what do you do? You can't, you can't break necessarily the bank with both of them. You can pay them both well, but you know, they made the decision obviously to keep Des Bryant and DeMarco Murray walked and, um, actually he's been, you know, the, the Eagles didn't really use him, but he, the, you know, the Titans got two respectable years out of him to say the least. So, um, sometimes again, sometimes you get punished for developing good players. And the Falcons have developed two very, very good running backs who really complement each other. You got there right where Russell, I thank you for you coming on the show today. I love, I love talking to you. Love hearing your knowledge, man. You, you one of the best guys in the business with football knowledge, man. Keep up the good work. Let's we'll talk to you real soon, man. You got it, sir. Keep it going. All right. What's the best people on the boss man show? Football season is fast approaching, and if you're looking for an edge this season, you need to contact the guys at Draft Day Consultants. The concept is a simple one. Draft Day Consultants takes your requests and connects you with one of their trusted analysts, who then guide you through your draft, whether you just need a sounding board on decisions or if you need them to conduct your entire draft. Draft Day Consultants has you covered. Every one of their consultants has a proven track record of success and have conducted hundreds, even thousands of mock drafts. Thanks to this year-round research and analysis, the guys at DDC have an unmatched understanding of player values. So gain an edge on your league mates this season by hitting up DraftDayConsultants.com. That's www.DraftDayConsultants.com. Now get after it, fantasy footballers. A gorgeous tan from Suntan City gives you an inner glow that relights the fire when you run into your first crush. Vicky, who is that? An old boyfriend. Lucky you just tanned at Suntan City. Lucky he's single. We're doing lunch tomorrow. Won't be single for long then. During Tour of the City, try all five tans, including spray tan for just $4.99. Restrictions may apply. Click to buy now. Yeah, yeah, it's your man, JC, the host with the most, baby, and it goes down each and every Saturday night right here in the city of Memphis. That's right, y'all. It goes down at Clicks Sports Bar Memphis, baby, 3705 Malco Way, Memphis, Tennessee, 38125. Come out and join us, the Three Kings, each and every Saturday night for the liveest karaoke in the city. Everybody gets in free till 10 p.m., only $5 after. Great food. We got drink specials. We got all kind of games, man. We got the pool tables popping. Whatever you want, we got you, man. Come on out. Have a good time with us each and every Saturday night. That's Clicks Sports Bar Memphis. Yeah. 